Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast that reviews the movies and talks that nerd shit. As always, we're back for another review, and this is your review of Christopher Borgley's dream scenario. As always, I forgot to take off the shit, huh? Yeah, I got it. I got you. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. As always... It's our nerdy Chicano Yoda on the show. That's my wonderful co-host, Brad Young Yoda. So, so about everybody, welcome to a wonderful uh, uh, Monday. Monday. We're recording this Monday evening, yeah. so whatever whatever day you're on, um, thank you for joining us. Uh, so, I've got um, <laughs> at least at least the upper half of Nick Cage's face, yeah, uh, hosting with me today. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I couldn't take off the starting soon page, guys. Yeah, so I, I yeah I noticed, so I just I just went ahead and, and clicked that yeah. off. Yeah, um, if you didn't think Crow couldn't see it before, it's worse now. <laughs> it is worse now. What's yeah, funny, Brad, is that I actually used to have a sleeping eye mask, Brad, um, and I put it in the in the washer, I mean the dryer, I mean the washer, and it got fucked up. So yeah. so uh, what's it? I'm not putting this one? one. No, 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 no. I uh I stopped using it. Okay. So this one actually, this Brad, this one, this uh, for audio listeners, I'm wearing this um, this what's it called uh, this eye mask, sleeping eye mask with a uh, with Nick Cage's eyes from the film. Did did that come with the, the? Were they giving that away at the theater that you went to? Uh, I didn't go see it at the theater. Uh, Rachel saw it in the theater at the Alamo Draft House, and they got this, and they were like, "Here you go, you can have it." And I was Shout like, like yeah, "I got you one. I got you one for you. I got one for you and one for me." And cool. I was like, okay, cool. And so I, I said, well, I'm really not going to use this, but you know where I should put it? I put it on the fucking Batman popcorn bucket. <laughs> so, um, this is already starting out great. All right. I'm already, yeah. I'm already liking, um, this is our second review in the day, guys, but I'm already enjoying this review far fucking more than the last review. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. Um, uh, I'm doing this uh, with this for at least for the intro before we get into the actual review because uh, yeah, because Ro got to read. So. Yeah, and uh, also somebody's got to fucking what's it called? Click click the click the, the buttons spoiler screen. alert and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and I oh no, where the fuck that is? I think, <laughs> I, I think it's this one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, you got it. Yeah, um, but based on Brad's last hosting time, I don't no. think he'd be able to do it. No, no, I'm good. Yeah. I am I am the world's best co-host, and I'll stick to that. Yeah, uh, but of course, before we get into the review, Brad, how are you doing today? I'm. I'm Have you seen me in your dreams? Uh, uh, thankfully not. That's a nightmare. That's nightmare fuel right there. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch this back. <laughs> even even with even when I had my, I, I could take this off, I was like I couldn't really see what the fuck I looked like with it. Uh, but, yeah, you're gonna have yeah. to watch it because it's 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 great. It's terrific. To all our yeah. audio listeners out there, you need to go watch. You might want to go to YouTube right now. Go to YouTube, watch this, um, like, subscribe, follow, yeah. <laughs> as they say. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah. I should. I hope you got the little scroller on the bottom. Yeah, that's what I mean. I should probably I should probably put that uh, banner up. Uh, yeah, because that is not Please. scrolling right now. Uh, boom, there you go. Yeah, okay. yeah. This episode is available to you all, li- not live. I'm sorry, early for anybody else gets to watch it on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/Nerdcore for one dollar a month. You get to encourage this idiocy, and you get to get this episode early before anybody else gets to listen to it or watch it. So go ahead and do that. Literally, it's just a dollar a month, and it is the cheapest that we can aff- we can what's offer you. And we literally do not make a single. Uh, 
line of profit from the $1 tier. It's literally for you to have access to the, uh, to the backlog and to the actual uh, episode live, uh, live for the Monday and Thursday episodes and, uh, and early for these extra little reviews that we like to do for other films. So um, yeah, Brad, uh, but yeah, we're here to talk about Christopher Borgley's new film, uh, Dream Scenario, which came out last year, but I finally got to it. So that means that we are going to have uh, a fun time here to discuss this movie. But um, um, I know I asked you already, but like, what you what you do today, Brad? Because uh, we're uh, on a new episode. So, uh, so if anybody listened to previous episodes, they know I fell down and hurt my knee. So um, I came home from work early because my knee was killing me. Um, and I took two to leave uh, and had a nap. <laughs> so that was... Uh, that was basically my day. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Go to work. I won't go to work like this, though. Tell me what you feel, Ro. Tell me what you feel. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I feel the microphone. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. It's work today, guys. Uh I, I I do want to I need to catch up on some stuff for my my other channel so I need to sit down sit down and, re- and watch some stuff right now, but um I've still been trying to get better from getting sick and um yeah I went to work today though I worked about my eight hours so that way I could uh, try to make up for what I didn't do last uh, last time so um yeah other than that man just how much man we got to talk about Godzilla and now we get to talk about this movie and I get to. Make Brad laugh because last one we were not laughing for the best reasons. No, no. Yeah. Uh, if we were laughing, it was not for good reasons like this. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, <clears throat> without further ado, I'm going to take this shit off so that way I can actually do this photo warning. Um, wow. You sweating? Oh my God. It's like if I just saw a freaking. Oh my God. Here. You just. Sweating. Just yeah. Put it right there. My God, my eyes are being blinded right now. Uh, so if you have not watched Dream Scenario, you should probably get out of here if you care about spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers, or you've already seen the film, go ahead and stay. Either way, how it goes, this is your one and only spoiler warning. Oh, my God, hold on. And it is an effect in a... Where the fuck is this banner at? Yeah, I don't see the banner. Did you make it? I swear to fucking God, I did it. Well, no, apparently I didn't, Brad. Okay, yeah. well, um, let's you call me, it. You want me to do that real quick? No, I got you. Hold on. Let's call okay. it a t- spoiler warning is in effect in a 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. <laughs> I swear I fucking wrote What? I got it real quick. Yeah, yeah. I swear we have. What the hell, man? I don't see it. That fucking oh. accidentally deleted. I don't know. I, I mean, it's there now, but that must be the one you just. The did. one I just made, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Um. Oh my god. Okay. <clears throat> right there, man. Let's do this shit. Dune scenario is a 2023 American black comedy fantasy film, written and directed by Christopher Borkley. It is produced by Ari Aster and Lars Krusden under their square peg banner alongside Nicolas Cage, Jacob Jofk, and Tyler Campione. Campione. It stars Cage, Julianne Nicholson. I was about to say more. Uh, Julianne Nicholson, 
Michael Sarah, <laughs> Tim Meadows, Dylan Galula, and Dylan Baker. Cage plays Paul Matthews, a mild-mannered biology professor who begins appearing in, dream in the dreams of others. Dream Scenario premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival on September 9th, 2023, and began a limited theatrical release by A24 on November 10th, 2023, before expanding on November 22nd. It received positive reviews and ran and was nominated for uh, <coughs> awards, including a Golden Globe Award for Best Actor, for Motion Picture Musical, or Comedy for Nicolas Cage. Cinematography is done by Benjamin Loeb, Loeb, edited by Christopher Borgley. Music is done by Owen Palette, and it sits at an hour and 40 minutes, and it has a box office of $8.4 million. And um, Brad, um, you know what, Brad? Well, yeah, you know, you know just uh, what, what are your initial thoughts? Um, so I watched this quite a while ago. Rose is just getting this. I think I watched what about a month, two months ago. When you were um, catching up, yeah. Yeah, when I was catching up, this was one of those that I, I really wanted to watch because um, Nick Cage has been on a roll lately um, since you know Pig, and um, Pig I'll still say is probably one of his best performances. And then he followed that up with um, uh, what was what was the one where he played himself? The unbearable way, weight. Way massive talent. Yes, the unbearable way to massive talent, which is a ter terrific comedy. And then to follow it up with this, um, this is the Nick Cage era in my eyes. Yeah, uh, Nick Cage. Oh, can that doesn't know... look right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eyes at the back of your head, bro. Um, but yeah, Nick Cage can really not do anything wrong at this point, and which is kind of hilarious to say because. We've reviewed some Nick Cage movies where we're going, why is this man overacting? Like like The Rock. Th that yep. one with Sean Connery. That one was like, I don't know what direction he was given, but that man was overacting like, like a mofo. And it's just like, you know, you, your performance would have been good had you toned it down a little bit. And I think in those 90s movies, he was taking a lot of roles where he was just overacting the hell out of it. And now he's gotten older. I feel like he's calmed down. Um, I, I mean, even Mandy. Even Mandy's a great, great movie. Oh, my uh, God. Amazing. Well, well actually, I still watch, finished it. I watched, I, watched, I watched half of it. And then my power went out. So I need to finish that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but the half I saw was really good. Um so I, I think that this is actually a follow-up of that continuation. Is it his best performance out of his recent movie? No. 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 I, I'm, I'm not, still wholeheartedly believe that. that's Pig. Yeah, still, which is funny because you watch the trailer of Pig and it's nothing like what you get in the movie. Um, but no, this I don't think this is better than Pig. Um, honestly, probably not better than Mandy. I, th I thought he was just terrific Mandy. And uh, Unbearable Way to Massive Talent, just a, a fun thrill ride. Um, but this movie, uh, I, I really like the story in this. Like, this is a weird movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, basically you have a very, <laughs> like, you could almost say uh, uh, the uh, most uninteresting man to ever exist. A biology yeah. professor, bro. Yeah. That's how they portray him. And, um, he, he knows already kind of defeated in life. He's kind of just doing his job and getting... And then he becomes the most famous person because he ends up somehow being in everyone's dreams. Like random, random shit. And that's then it gets gets interesting because then this man has to 
kind of wade through, you know, everybody knows him and everybody yeah. knows him for specific reasons. <laughs> and, you know, he doesn't really do anything in the dreams at first. And so everyone's kind of like cool with it. I, I mean, and that starts to get him into trouble because he's, you know, there, there's points in that where, you know, it, it pretty much puts his marriage at risk. Um, uh, he, he almost cheats on his wife for uh because of this um so even though he thinks like everything's going great like everybody knows him and that's really cool and all um then it shifts and when it shifts i think is when this movie really ramps up and it's when everybody starts having nightmares about him about him killing them and i really think that's when you get to see the whole you know going from being the most interesting man and like very loved and appreciated and how people can just turn on you just yeah flip of a switch and then it's really talking to what you have now with uh, content creators in my eyes yeah. is you can have people blow up in an instant well dream influencers <laughs> dream influencers yeah that that is Gets a weird territory, but yes, dream influencers. But I, I'm just talking today. Like, if you were to realistically look at this, um, YouTubers probably back in, in in my day, but now it's TikTok, TikTok influencers, um, and probably YouTube Shorts, I guess you could say, or um, Twitch, Twitch content creators. Uh, you've had some of them just become huge overnight. Yeah. Um, you've had some who've been around for a long time, but I'm specifically talking about like like some of those guys, they just become famous overnight. Yeah. And you kind of watch them change and they, they kind of become that nightmare scenario because they don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. Being that famous. And I think that's what this kind of speaks to is you have someone who just normal guy, boring. And then becomes so famous that it starts to affect his life. And then all of a sudden, everyone just turns against him. He becomes yeah. the villain of the story. I really like uh, Dream Scenario. I think it's a fantastic movie. Uh, I think it's so funny. And I think it's very, very dramatic, too. Mm. Um, I've, I've seen films from, uh, I've seen one film from Christopher Borgley before, which I thought was a fucking amazing movie called Sick of Myself. That is uh, basically about uh these two narcissists who what's it called uh were in a relationship together and one of them what's it called is getting a lot of attention so the other one wants just as much attention so she decides to take this uh this russian this this russian what's it called Dr uh, drug uh, skin drug a drug for um I, I can't really i can't remember what it was it's like a medication mm -hmm. for something that has a side of effect side of effect side effect of um of uh, giving you like a really really bad skin uh, skin disease, Ooh. and she takes it and what's it called? Like it just completely changes like the whole narrative of the film and like follows like this girl as she's trying to like what's it called? Uh, build like per like fame and what's it called get all this attention and it has a lot to do with like social media it has a lot to do with like the way that we perceive fame and like all these things and it's something that I've noticed from from Borgley with his films and. I think this one does it so well too, which is like, you know, it's about this guy who like, obviously first thing you're going to do, like this guy, deep down, this guy just wants to write his goddamn book. Yeah. He just wants, and people he wants to, to, write to his buy book. it and read it. Yeah. 
That's all he wants. He doesn't want to be famous. He doesn't want to make a fuck ton of money. But he doesn't but want to be in the called... Sprite commercial role. You could Sprite be in the Sprite You don't want to be on Sprite commercials. You don't want to, what's it called, the, what's it called, share an office with a bearded Michael Sarah. He wants to freaking write his book and for people to buy it. And what's it called? And for people to enjoy it. That's all he wants. So when he gets to become this like famous guy, that's the only thing he has done. He's like, okay, maybe they're going to help me get a publisher. Mm-hmm. And he just turns into this like completely different thing that uh, really shows you how people handle fame. Well, and, and then also shows you the outside influences that basically cause this man's life to go awry. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you're right. All he wants is to write his book and, you know, people to read his book and become more famous than basically the, the woman who he thought stole his idea. But, yeah. um, you know, it's just those outside influences. They take control and they tell them, you know, <clears throat> strike while the iron's hot and do it this way. And yeah. it just shows that didn't make him happy at all. In fact, it, it ruined, it ruined his life. Yeah. And it, it just, it brings up such great things because it's like, like, I hate, I hate the word content creator. What's it called? I don't like that word. I think it diminishes a lot of what we do here. What's it called? And I think it makes it seem like it's simple. It makes it seem like anybody can do it. But like, that's why I always like to say I'm a critic. I'm a critic. I'm not a fucking, what's it called? I'm not a fucking content creator. I, I, I review movies. I don't fucking make content. Yeah. And, um, but like, like we, you see it all the time in this space. It's like, Somebody pops off and they're like, okay, guess I have to do this thing that's like really hot because I need to keep doing it because it's obviously what got me big right now. Mm-hmm. And some of y'all, some some people are fortunate that the thing they actually really like is what gets them that fame. And there's some who obviously it's like they got the fame because they did something that obviously they don't like. Like, tell me guys, do y'all actually give a shit about doing these dances on TikTok? Or is it because that one blew up and that's the one that y'all have to do i I mean it's um i'll bring it up you you have a lot of streamers who originally started in video games they pivot to whatever they think is hot at that moment Uh, a lot of them went to the fitness influencer category and you'll see them like pewdiepie is like now a fitness influencer and it's like i don't even think if you if you're doing that you probably didn't even enjoy what you did in the first place or, or what you're seeing a lot of right now, a lot of reacting content uh, videos where they literally, where these people were literally just bring up another stream and watch and the react. people streaming so they can react to what they're streaming. So, at, or like, so then you're, go a, to you're YouTube. a person watching a person watching a person. Yeah. Or go to a what's it called or go to YouTube, bring up a video and react to this video and offer your commentary on this video. And it's like, you know, to an extent, if that's what you enjoy doing, awesome. I, I applaud you for it. But if that's just like somebody in the back of your head, back of your ear saying like, dude, this is what's big right now. And that video that you did that got you so big was you doing that. You got to do this, bro. You got to keep doing this. And you're just, what's it called? Working yourself like a machine over and over again. And that's what they're doing to, 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 to Paul here, where it's like, you know, they're not working him like a machine, but like they're taking advantage of this whole dream thing. What's going to happen? Yeah. When those dreams become nightmares. Yeah, and, and that's literally what happens in this movie. Um, and, and going back to what Raul says, we've been doing this now for, what, seven plus years? Yeah. And I can tell you right now, we've had options and we've had comments of, you know, 
and we could have had the ability to do other stuff than what we do on here, but we enjoy doing what we do here. Yeah. That's what we enjoy doing is reviewing movies and television. Yeah. And, and sometimes like, video games. Yeah. Sometimes video games. Um, and like I tell you, man, like what's it called? Like what's it, 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 and you look at it through this movie, right? And it's like strike while the iron's hot, strike while the iron's hot. It's like, okay, I get it, man. Y'all really liked this, but like why sacrifice that part of yourself? Because at the end, like P Paul Matthews, Nicholas Cage's character, is just at the end, he just wishes he was there with his wife. Yeah. What a beautiful that's a beautiful touching beautiful ending, too. ending too. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just him, the one thing he wants is just wants know, his family. Yeah, and is the thing that he can't have because he, he ruined it. Yeah, he ruined it, man. And it's just uh like this or, whole journey is just him going through all these things, and he's like, what's it called? He kind of gets accustomed to like he get kind of gets like enticed by the fame. And then he realizes that like there's really bad things to the fame because people aren't gonna always like you. Like the nightmares can definitely be uh, like commentary on the people who just necessarily just don't like you when you're famous just just because. Well, and, it's and, like, and I think it's commentary on especially those who get extremely famous. Say like a like a Taylor Swift, like a Justin Bieber, they can't go do normal stuff anymore. No, like like no. me and you, we could go we could go out to. You know, Best Buy, Barnes and oh, Noble, yeah. to a restaurant. Well, nobody give a shit. And no one give a shit. No one. <laughs> no, no, like, no. If, if somebody actually recognizes, we'd be like, "Yeah, you losers actually review movies." Wow. <laughs> you Who the get fuck outside? is doing that anymore? <laughs> I thought you all you just podcasted the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, and it, it, this man goes out like it's a very pivotal scene in this movie. He goes to a diner. Yeah. Oh my and, god. So and him, he bro. he gets like, and this is where like the nightmares had turned and. The bit, the, just this big old dude comes over and he's like, "Hey man, you, you know, I think you should leave. Like, take your food to go. You're making these women uncomfortable." And and you know, and Nick Cage's character, of course, he he's just like, "I'm just trying to eat. Like, I'm no. not, I'm not doing anything. I'm reading a book. I'm trying to eat, and I have a right to do that." And but by the end, he gets into a fight at the end of that and, and i i mean i think this movie does a very good job of commentary on what happens when individuals get so famous that they just can't have a normal life yeah yeah this is i think about it man like people who can't just sit in for me like because whether you whether it's a bunch of people what's it called um whether it's a bunch of people just bombarding them because they want photos because they want autographs and stuff there's also the other side of the spectrum People who just hate them unnecessarily for no goddamn reason who could go up there and stab them and yeah. beat them and be like, I just don't want you here because I don't like you. And I don't know why I don't like you, but I just don't like you. The only one I, I've seen who can actually go out in the public sometimes and nobody necessarily harass them is Keanu Reeves because I think Keanu just blends in sometimes. And you're like, is that yeah. Keanu Reeves? And like, I don't, I don't fucking I don't know. know. <laughs> I mean, it's just eat an ice cream cone on a bench. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it's just masterful, man. I think it's a fucking fantastic movie. I, I really liked it. I don't think I like it as much as his last movie because I think that that movie just it's just so fucking awesome, funny. Was it's it, so... is that the, the unbearable weight of massive? No, no, no. no. Uh, sick of myself. Uh, Borgley's Sick of myself. Movie. Oh, Bor yes, Borgley's Because okay. of Borgley, but freaking amazing. Uh, freaking amazing director. I think that he's he's got such an eye for social commentary, and it's especially especially that feels very relevant to right now. And how we're consuming social media, and how we're what's it called? Literally, like, I don't know, man. I I I sometimes think that we really do 
like we, and we're seeing it way really with the way that we speak now. I think that we're really trying to translate over what we're seeing online to here and how we approach life online to mm-hmm. life in person. And it's just it's it's very scary. I think it's very scary. I mean, and, I, uh, I, I will say people who take videos in gyms, just stop. Yeah, because Daddy Swole is going to find you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, great movie, man. I really liked it. I think that's one of uh, his best performances from Nick Cage. I, I might be going up there and say like it might be one of my one of his most entertaining. I think it's like top three most entertaining performances from him. It's his most most down to earth portrait. Like Nick, because let's Nick Cage is usually a manic actor. Like yeah. He's usually all over the place. In this one, he has to play the basically the most boring man on earth. That's yeah. That's how I see. And it. even then, he just he does such a great job at it. It's yeah. like I'm so invested in this guy. Yeah. So and uh, I I think I think overall just terrifically done film. Yeah. So I mean, if he has a couple more left in him, man, I hope that um he what's it called uh he gets to do more of these great performances and great movies man because i i think that it's 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 freaking great it's great um it sucks that the savages are not working together anymore because literally one of my dream what's it called the pairings was the savage brothers with him Mm -hmm. so uh but maybe one of them will get him hopefully yeah uh but brad what is your final verdict on uh dream scenario i I think for this um i'll agree with you I, i i like pig better um i might even like um probably mandy better oh mandy's yeah. 10 yeah. times better for me yeah um the unbearable way to master talent it's probably up there with that um so f- with that i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten all right right we're we literally have the same score i'm giving this an eight out of ten as well i think it's a great fa- fantastic movie and i think it was definitely one of my favorite uh it's up there in my favorite movies of the last year yeah was, uh, i, th- really I think i think i would i put this at like number six or seven or something? look at your picture bro i don't remember I, I, I didn't get to, I didn't make the letterbox list at all. <laughs> I need to, but yeah. I think, um, I think it was around like number six or something. Yeah. But um, with that said, that concludes our review of Dream Scenario. And as always, we thank you all so much for joining us here. As always, you can keep up to date with us on the nerdcore.com, Twitter at the nerdcore underscore, Instagram and threads at the nerdcore. TikTok is at the nerdcore. And of course, our Discord link is in our description below. So you can talk to us on there about Nick Cage and his movies. You can also talk to Nick Cage, and you can not talk to Nick Cage, but you can talk to us about Nick Cage. I mean, if you want to talk to Nick Cage, bro, can put the face mask back on. Yeah, yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah. Talk to us about Nick Cage on the what's it called? Uh uh on the, in the YouTube comments at uh and you can talk to us on there by by just commenting in there, having an interaction with us. We would really appreciate that. As always, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure that you leave a like on this video. Click the notification. Oh, my God. Sorry. Click the subscribe button if you haven't yet. Click the notification bell as well so you don't miss a single review that drops on this channel. And, of course, I also really hope that you all, if you're watching, if you're listening to this on audio side, please leave a five-star review. Please also follow us if you're not following us on your favorite podcast app of choice. All of those things help us out so much. And as always, you can join us on Patreon for a dollar a month. You get this episode early before anybody else gets to listen to it or watch it. And of course, we want to thank all our wonderful patrons because they're the ones who make this happen. Without them, none of this is possible. And of course, we want to thank our wonderful executive producer, Shane. Where can you find him? 
You can follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv SRK or on Twitter at thrifted.il or go buy something from the suppy god at prisoncityvintage.com. Yeah. And great look. That's great look. Of course, uh, we thank you all so much for being here. We'll catch you all in the next one. But for now, we're getting out of here. And yeah, what's it called? Um, Oh, man, I really hate that I didn't, that we don't have the spoiler ban anymore. Whatever. Say no to the Spark commercial, guys. Brad, send them out. All right, Ronald, the uh, being host as always. Thank all those who join us in future chats. Leave us comments to comment back to you. Uh, thank you to all our listeners out there, our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and one, every one of you. And um, to end this episode, the grass ain't always greener. No, it's so, not. Appreciate what you kind of have right now because it can always change overnight. See you in your dreams. Young Yoda out.